and welcome to another episode of Styling Matters with your host, Lizzie Richardson. I've got so much to tell you about. So coming up on today's show, I've got an interview with Jules Robinson. That's the lady from Married at First Sight in Australia. Um, she's going to talk to us all about her new shapewear range called Figure. I also this week, actually it was only yesterday, which is why I'm a bit late recording this podcast, but I knew I wanted to put it in. I went to the Chanel Manifesto exhibition at the V&A in London and oh my god it was the best thing ever so I've got a bit about that coming up. Last week it got published I was interviewed for Emma Light Brown's um, Off The Hanger show which is either on YouTube or you can listen to it on her podcast and Emma's kindly agreed to allow me to share a little clip so that you can get a little insight into um, into my interview. It was so lovely to go back into the archives of some of my favourite pieces. In fact, some of them were over 10 years old. Don't always wear everything still today, but there's some pieces I have held on to because I love them or they're sentimental to me. And I had this lovely opportunity to um, to share my stories. So I really, really love that. And I hope you enjoy the clip. And I hope you enjoy it enough to press that button in the show notes to either watch it on YouTube, which is the way I would recommend to watch it because um, you actually get to see my items. But if you do commute, if you're more, you need to listen on the go, then do listen to the audio. Um, I really hope you enjoy it. Also this week, I went to um, an autumn event for Phase 8. The event was run by the Mother Shoppers Gemma and Bertie. They did a great talk. I went to the Westfield White City event, which was last night actually. If you listen to this podcast before Tuesday next week, Tuesday the 19th, and you want to see it, then they're also going to do a chat at the Brent Cross um, shopping centre. It's all part of London Fashion Citywide campaign. This is trying to bring more of London Fashion Week to the everyday woman. Gemma and Bertie did a fabulous job. They had a full edit there. I was actually there with um, Patricia Jones, who is on my blog this week. I'll come on to that. So I was there with Patricia and we listened to Gemma and Bertie and they were taking us through their edit of the autumn collection. And they picked out the three pieces that they picked. Well, they picked out more than three pieces three pieces but the three pieces I loved that they picked which I think you should check out um if I remember I'll put them in the show notes the trench dress um I think Gemma pulled this one out so it's the color of a classic trench so that kind of sort of creamy beige and it is exactly what it says on the tin it looks like a trench coat but it's a dress and oh my god it's perfect especially if you're a working girl it's a no-brainer you can put it on in the morning with some lovely boots or court shoes get your statement bag for the office and yeah an easy easy styling solution there and you're just going to look really on point another item picked out I think Mercy picked this one out and that's the leather jacket it's a very modern twist um, a slight move away from the biker jacket and it is real leather, um, but it was, if you're looking for an investment piece and you particularly want a leather jacket, I think that, yeah, I could just see that going with so many things. And I thought, yeah, she picked that well. 
Gemma was actually wearing metallic boots and I couldn't tell you if they were silver or gold. It was one of those ones that could blend either way in the light. Um, I couldn't find them online, so they must be coming soon, probably October. You need to look out for them because if you can't or don't particularly want to get on board with the silver jean trend, which is becoming really popular on the high streets, then this is probably the way to go. You can wear them with jeans, you can wear them with a dress, you could probably even wear them for party season. If you don't really like sandals, heeled shoes around party season, you're definitely a boot girl, then this could tick the box for you there. So earlier this week, I got to meet Jules Robinson. She's from Married at First Sight. It's the Australian version, which is season six, I believe has been one of the most popular shows ever for Married at First Sight. Anyway, Jules has been over in the UK um, throughout the summer and she's been launching her new shapewear collection into the UK market. It's been launched in Australia for a while, but she's um, been launching here in the UK. I was really, really keen to go to this event because I've not been a fan of shapewear at all. I think underwear and what you wear underneath your outfits is quite a personal matter. And for me over the years, shapewear has always been an issue. I've got drawers of the stuff where I have invested in a brand of shapewear um, for an event or for a special occasion. I've worn it once for the event, been completely uncomfortable, struggled with it and never worn it again. But some for some reason, I also don't seem to throw it away. Now, the, the key problems I have is that particularly on the leg, um, on my thigh, um, I get that indent, which is really obvious, especially if you're wearing a tight dress or a dress that skims you. So I wear a lot of satin and silk dresses. And if it does go into an indent into your thigh and it's really obvious, then it's going to be obvious when you walk. So um, I always find that a little bit upsetting. Plus, um, I find they roll either they roll down and I mean literally roll so you end up then with this really ugly band either around your waist or they roll up from your thighs and for both of those reasons I just thought you know what I'd rather not bother and I think when Jules came over to me on Thursday and we chatted I just thought I'm just going to be open and honest with her and say that I really don't like shapewear and these are the reasons and instead of going straight into a sales pitch, which was what I was kind of expecting, she went, by the end of this session, you're going to feel very differently about that. And, you know, wait to hear my story, wait to see the product, and you're going to get a chance to try it. So wait until you've tried it for yourself. And I have to say, I have completely, I have done all of that, and I have changed my mind on it. So coming up, Jules has kindly agreed, um, well actually she's my first ever person I've interviewed properly with a microphone for the podcast. So it's a groundbreaking moment for me, for Styling Matters, but also, I mean, you know, to have a celebrity like Jules Robinson. She was absolutely lovely. I was a bit calamity Jane over all the equipment and she took it all in good grace and I really, really thank her for that because it can be very nerve-wracking technology when you're trying to capture clips and things like that for, you know, for my content. But before we go into that, let me just give you a few more bits about Figure before Jules 
you can hear it straight from Jules. So it's designed for confidence and comfort and I found it actually to be really, really stretchy. I actually felt, between me and you, I felt like I was wearing gym wear. You don't need to wear your own knickers with it, you just simply wear them as knickers and one of her design features is you can go to the toilet without having to take them down. It's got like this sort of crutch opening. I didn't try that yesterday. Um, I was out all day in London at two events. I couldn't, I really didn't want, I suppose, the hassle of it going wrong whilst I was out and about. So I plan to try that and test that when on a day working from home, do it all day and see how I get on. And I think if that all goes sailingly well, then, you know, that's going to give me the confidence for when I head out. In terms of um, how comfortable they are to wear for how long, on their website they say 12 hours. Well, I actually wore them for longer than that. I think um, I put them on about half seven in the morning. I left around 10 a.m. I didn't get home till half past nine and I think I, I think I went to bed about 11. So I wore them from half seven till 11 o'clock at night and they were perfectly, perfectly comfortable. They didn't roll up. Um, I had none of that rolling action, which is, you know, as I said before, where it actually rolls and you can really see it. Had a little bit of sliding down from underneath the bra, but I think given the fact that I was in my car for an hour and a half drive, I don't think that kind of helped. But the rest of the time as I was walking, walking the streets of London, doing the underground, all of that, didn't have any problem there. I found them breathable. It was a hot day in London and I was absolutely fine. So they come in nude and they come in black. I'm sure as time goes on, the range will expand to cover more um, skin colour tones. They're designed for, there's two sizing. So if you're five foot six and above, then you need to select tall. And if you're five foot five and under, I don't think they call them petite, I think it's just regular. But there's the two sizes, so five foot five and under, or five foot six and over. And if you're in between sizes, so say you're say you sometimes are 12 and sometimes you're 14, then then take the 14. Go up, don't go down. Um, what else can I tell you? You know what? I'm just gonna let Jules tell you for herself. And just after Jules, um, I interviewed Megan. She's 25 years old, she's from South Corridon, and she was on the pink bus that you're going to hear them both talk about. That was part of their promotion around London. And I got to chat to Megan quite a bit at the event. And it was really, it was really lovely to hear firsthand because a bit like me, she'd been struggling to find shapewear to fit and had not great experiences either in the change room, a bit like me as well. And sharing those stories, um, I felt really confident actually that I knew I was going to like it because I could just hear it in her voice, see it in her face firsthand. She found a solution. Let's be honest, ladies, that's all we want in life, solutions. Hi, ladies, it's Styling Matters. It's Jules Robinson here. So I started figure because I wanted to find a more seamless, practical way of going to the toilet, uh, wearing shapewear, really. That was really where the idea came from. But I also wanted to empower women to know that to just work what you got and underneath that piece of material, yes, it's contouring your body and shaping you, but it's actually all you underneath that material.
figure is uh, from size 6 to 24. Um, inclusion is really important to me um, as long as well as age inclusion, size inclusion and just diversity. And you'll see with all my models that I use, the general public, you know, everyone is so different from each other because ultimately I want people to see themselves in reflection and feel inspired by these women to know that they too can work what they got no matter what shape or size they are and feel fabulous. There is absolutely huge plans for figure, like sky is the limit. Figure active wear will be something that I bring out, swimwear. Uh, definitely I see figure becoming a lifestyle brand within the future. It doesn't just stop at, as shapewear. Um, as you can see with our reshaping the world tour last week in London, like it, it creates a real tribe of women who feel a part of something within the figure community. So I think sky is the limit when it comes to figure. I love figure and um, I'm all for comfort and it's so comfortable it fits like a second skin. I also feel like when you invest in figure you join a community and it, they just everyone with figure just uplifts you. I love it what it stands for you know sexy isn't a size it's a mindset. Basically just embrace who you are because you are beautiful the way you are. Absolutely <laughs> and you've been on the figure pink bus. What I was have. that like around London? I'm still lost for words I mean that was on Saturday and I'm still on such a natural high from it. It was just incredible. You know, the love we received on that bus, the energy. We all got off and we were just so empowered. And but something just changed. Like, you know, I am who I am. I'm going to rock it. Welcome to Off The Hanger. This week's guest is style blogger and podcaster Lizzie Richardson. We had the most fabulous chat about all the amazing things in her wardrobe. Lizzie, thank you so much for joining us on Off The Hanger this morning. It is fabulous to have you. You are looking gorgeous in your florals. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to all the style chats. <laughs> and you have the most amazing blog called Loved By Lizzie. Um, how long have you been doing that for? So Loved By Lizzie, she'll be 12 years old in November. She's very different today than when I first started out. She came about, that's why she's called Love by Lizzie. It was purely um, a platform to share what I loved, what I bought that week, what I was planning to buy. But nowadays, she's more about new season edits and very much styling tips for the everyday woman. What's the oldest piece you've got in your wardrobe? So my oldest piece is now, I would say, about 25 years old. I got her when, she was when I was 22. She is from the high street, she's from River Island, and she's a little black lace cardigan. She is, I've had to have her stitched a little bit on the odd little hole that I've got, but two things about Firstly, she came with me on my honeymoon to New York about 13 years ago. But what I really, really love about her is, on a night out, when you're unsure whether you, whether you need a little cardigan or jacket or something, I can roll her up, she folds down to nothing and I can get her in a little clutch bag. And you could screw her up, she doesn't crease. She's she's just fantastic. That's amazing. And I think that also really shows that actually, even if you do buy pieces from the high street that would be potentially considered fast fashion, if you look after them and you treat them well and treat them with care and are willing to repair or mend them, they can last for years and years and years. It doesn't have to be a wear once and throw away. Just taking a brief pause on the podcast this week to let you know that if you head to my blog, lovedbylizzy.com, and you subscribe, it is free to do so, then you can get my 2023 Ageless Styling Guide with all my hints and tips to keep your style modern. So the Chanel Manifesto exhibition, it's one at the V&A. I have been on countdown for this. 
I am a Chanel fanatic. I thought as part of this, I would share my own little Chanel story. Why do I love the brand so much? And I do truly love the brand. Um, But how did that come about? And it actually all starts from other things that I loved as a child. I think sometimes you can really love things when you're much younger in life. And all those little things add up to other things that you love as an adult. And I thought I would share my little route to Chanel. And I'm pretty sure if you asked every single lady that went to the Chanel exhibition yesterday, um, it was the preview event for members, I'm pretty sure they've all got their own Chanel story of how they got to love the brand so much. So mine, um, so I was born um, in the 70s, in the mid 70s. And in the early 80s, when I really got into music, obviously as a kid, Madonna was the person I think every single girl at school loved. And I had more than a telling off singing like a virgin at the top of my voice whilst jumping on my bed. My father definitely, definitely was not impressed. In fact, he used to turn off um, Top of the Pops if she was on singing that song as a Roman Catholic he was not impressed, trust me. Now Madonna did obviously the video material girl and that was obviously her getting across to the world just how brilliant Marilyn Monroe was. I had also become aware of Marilyn Monroe from another angle. Um, On Saturday afternoons um, I used to watch old movies with my dad and we would watch lots of different kinds of old movies but Some of the ones that I really remember had Marilyn Monroe in there. So I remember being really chuffed to bits when Madonna did the Marilyn Monroe video because I felt we were more connected. And then I don't know quite how, but at some point I came or came to understand that Marilyn answered the question about what she wore in bed as the only answer, the most famous answer, I only wear Chanel number five. And that was the first time I probably heard about Chanel. And I think it must have been, I think I was about 13, 14. And I think that for me was a, but what's Chanel? I need to go and find out. Now back back then we didn't have Google. So um, I'm not quite sure how I then joined the dots on that. I really don't have the memory recall on that but I definitely know I didn't google it because it didn't exist um but I started to fall in love with the perfume um number five and as I got older probably sort of 18 19 years old this is when I really got more into marketing I really liked advertising probably more advertising billboards I used to love sort of the slogans the selling strap line and over time I discovered the Chanel branding and the monochrome and I've always, always, as far as I can recall, always loved sort of monochrome, sort of black and white. I've always loved the simplicity. I was particularly drawn to the type font of Chanel as well, the actual design of the the logo. And I think as the years went on and I obviously developed more and more into a woman, then obviously... Um, that kind of 
that kind of love for the brand started to um, to evolve, to develop. Now, the very first piece of Chanel that I brought was actually some sunglasses, and I brought them in New York City on my honeymoon 13 years ago. So it was a treat for myself. It was a reward. Um, I'd finally quit smoking. I'd been saving my money, and I'd planned for nine to ten months to save this money, and... That's that was going to be the reward to buy some Chanel sunglasses in New York, and I did that, and I still own them. I actually wore them yesterday to the V&A. They're very much loved. Yeah, probably worn just as much as my brooch. I know I talk about my brooch a lot, but yeah, I do love my brooch. My most recent purchase of Chanel has to be my optical glasses. I bought these earlier this year. I buy optical glasses around. They sort of last me about five to six years. I sort of keep the frames and I might update the actual glass. So I'm not one for changing my frames all the time. And I am a little bit boring because I only really like black or black and cream glasses. So again, back to that kind of monochrome style. And this time, because I knew that I was going to keep them, or I just knew that I was going to wear them every single day. And I think we talk a lot about investing in what you want and just as long as you get your cost per wear, it's a good investment piece and so yeah earlier this year my optical glasses that I wear every day mainly for work mainly for all my computer work they are Chanel and I bought them from Boots in London and they are very um, zip very focals so they are yeah probably my most favorite piece at the moment um, and I wear them every single day. Now the show itself I've done a small reel on my Instagram. I didn't want to give too much away. I want, you know, you've got to go and experience it for yourself. So if you don't know much about the exhibition, it's on at the V&A in London. Tube station nearest for that is um, South Kensington. The ticket is £24 and the exhibition's on until the 25th of February next year, 2024. It's the first UK exhibition where it's purely dedicated to Coco Chanel. Sometimes when you go to a Chanel exhibition, it's got newer items but every single piece in there is about the evolution of Gabrielle Coco Chanel. It's her collection, it's what she designed, it's not the modern day brand that you see in store, it's what she has done, what she created and how she created it and boy she she was you know she's iconic in every single way and a brand well loved and one of the very first pieces you'll see when you first go in is a blouse and it's from 1916 and they believe it's one of the oldest pieces of Chanel clothing that exists. Um, she started actually as a hat designer, she didn't go straight into clothing and this blouse is beautiful and it's jersey silk and it was a sailor, it's got the sailor flap design at the back, it's got a little tie at the front. And if it wasn't so delicate, you could actually wear this today. It still looks so modern. Also in the exhibition, you'll see oh, lots and lots of dresses. You'll see lots of the Chanel suits. And yeah, I think the soft pink dresses were all really dreamy. The lighting is very dark because obviously these pieces are very old and they want to keep them as in good condition as possible and as a result of that they've got to keep them quite dark so it's actually quite difficult to take any photos really although lots of people wear 
the little black dress, obviously she was the lady that made that happen for us. We all love an LBD and there's many actually in the exhibition and they're so beautifully made and you can wear any of them today. Honestly, they haven't dated at all. Also in the exhibition, there's quite a lot on accessories, quite a lot on jewellery and there's also a perfume section. So there's lots for everyone and surprisingly there was a lot of men there as well. It wasn't just for the women so and it was extremely busy and there is a nice reward at the end. There is a Chanel sweetie shop full of books, pens, stationery, posters. You might have to remortgage because the price was quite high but it's a little sweetie shop that I tell you people were going nuts in. So yeah, so I brought a few things myself and I can't wait. Um, I brought the book. I'm going to be sitting reading that for months to come. Okay, just before I go into the affirmation of the week, I just wanted to highlight that Patricia Jones um, has come back to Love by Lizzie for another petite styling blog post and it's all about wide leg trousers. So I do hope you enjoy that because I'm often asked about petite styling. So um, Patricia has kindly given up some of her time to get that blog post together. So I do hope you enjoy and there will be a link in the show notes. So in terms of the affirmation of the week, well, since then we've been talking about Chanel um, and she is the queen of fashion. I thought we'll use one of her quotes and it's actually on the notebook that I bought yesterday from the little sweetie shop. And the quote is, in order to be irreplaceable, one must always be different. So that's in order to be irreplaceable, one must always be different. And I'm a big fan of being individual. Do things for yourself. You don't need to follow anybody. Stay true to your own heart. It's really important to to make sure that every day that you are being the woman you want to be. So have a good week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Styling Matters. There's always more on my blog at lovedbylizzie.com and don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram at lizzie.richardson. Bye for now.